Well, I will say this. I know sometimes it helps whenever, like, not to make this about me, but it does help sometimes when, like, misery loves. It, it always <laughs> helps the grieving process to know that other people have experienced this same low of fandom. And I do feel like, I do feel like Tennessee's loss Saturday was very similar to Florida's 2020 loss. Like, they had an offense good enough to win a national championship. The defense screwed it. Very end of the season, you were like, playoffs, 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 and then all of a sudden they get beat by a team they were favored by 30 over. And you feel like they're, you're just, your guts were just ripped right out of you and spit on. And people love hearing that. So here we are. Shop Talk is back. People love tuning in to see... Misery. Um, misery. Big Cat talks about that a lot. He's like, you bunch of perverts tuning in because <laughs> the Bears are always sucking. Mm-hmm. People just tune in to hear him talk about the Bears. But Both of our teams sucked this this weekend. Um, yeah, it was a rough one, boys. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. There's no sugarcoating it. I, Florida's loss was worse, but uh, but it didn't mean anything. Still doesn't mean anything as long as it didn't recruit affect recruiting. It doesn't mean anything. Tennessee's loss... I'm saying Florida's lost like to a worse team is what I mean. Tennessee lost to a little bit, a little bit better team, but good grief. I thought we played the Kansas City Chiefs in all honesty. They, <laughs> that's what they look like against us. So I don't I can't say they're a bad team, but they it, Dude, they we didn't, didn't score see a this point coming. versus Florida's defense. Right. Not a single that's what point. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. They scored six points off a of fake punt, couldn't even hit the the extra point. Or they 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 tried to go for two. They couldn't even get it from two yards. Yeah. And they and they put up was it 62? What, what is college football? I don't know what we know. No, we are idiot. We're all idiots. It made we know no nothing sense. about what's going to happen. I don't even know what did happen. I mean, there was people. Some uh, a number of people from our office were at the game. Quite a few, actually. And traveled to South Carolina for this game, unfortunately for them. I hate that for them. And uh, one of the people that were there were sitting with a bunch of, obviously, South Carolina people around them. And the person, they said that the person in front of them, there was like, he was like, yeah, my son dragged me to this game. I didn't even want to come. He goes, I would have bet the deed to my house that the that South Carolina was going to lose this game. Yeah, everybody would have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would. It just, I did. What? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but the, this, <laughs> so home list on another note. Yeah. yeah. But the deed to my heart. I don't know. I mean, I I think we're still they were recording Tuesday because you know it's Thanksgiving week. We got things going on. We had our Thanksgiving in the office today. But like, I don't. We could wait two years to record this episode. I don't know that we have any better explanation two years from now than we do right now. Like, I don't know what happened. Just for the record. Florida lost to Vanderbilt and Tennessee lost to yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. I'm more, yeah. yeah. In the same weekend. In the same weekend. And there was a lot of other crazy things that happened. Yeah. This honestly, weekend. like, you know, there was, uh, even in the SEC, I think Arkansas, that, I, think that, I mean, abused Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, abused them after losing to Liberty. Well, starting the day off, like right off the bat, we have the, I mean, it's, we're looking for an upset all day long, and as a Tennessee fan, you know we we had so many opportunities. Two, yeah, multiple right shots there. at it. You had Michigan was struggling. You had um, TCU. TCU was struggling. I mean, it looked like both of those teams get beat. They both end up winning on a 
field goal. Last second field goals. So then, you know, you're like, man, we're not going to jump into the top four, but well, you know, no, we still got time. I thought. was thinking well, yeah. with the fact that TCU struggled and barely won, I was like, if we show out and beat, you yeah. know, and beat uh, South Carolina like, like we did Missouri last week, we may, we may jump them in the polls, right. you know, thinking yeah, we got an opportunity to go out there and do something. And, and then like the, the day, it was like that was bad. And then it just steadily got worse as each team would, you know, somehow find a way to win that we wanted to lose. And then the Tennessee game started. <laughs> so let's talk about that game first. Because that game is more impactful, monumental, like that's just that's the headline. Unfortunately, it makes it worse when like your team does this and it's the headline. Listen, I'm, I swear I'm not trying to make it about I know fans do this all the time. This ain't about Florida from a couple years ago, but that's where my head's going. I feel that loss to LSU when we held out Kyle Pitts, we just thought everything was we just thought we're we're a, we were a shoe in already for the SEC championship game. Honestly, we if we hadn't have lost that game, we could have still lost the SEC championship game, and there's a case for us. A lot of people would have still put us in the playoffs then because how good we were. And then we just got beat, and I just still don't know what happened that game from a from a bad defensive effort. So I just say that to say I do feel like you know I've I've this is a little bit of deja vu. Yeah. It stucks. It stucks and it, stinks. It, it was, yeah, it stucks. <laughs> I mean, when that when South Carolina got the ball first cuz Tennessee won the toss and deferred, which is smart. But, you know, they put together a good drive, but it takes them, you know, 5 6 minutes and they put together a good drive, go down there and score. Immediately, Tennessee comes and scores in four plays, a minute and six seconds. You're like, oh, here we go. We're about yeah. to, you know. They can't keep up with the sprint. Yeah. Is what you're thinking there. Yeah. And then they and then they get the ball and they, but they put sprint. together another drive, <laughs> score again. You're like, man, you know, we're going to have to get our defense together. But, you know, I mean, every freaking drive was a touchdown. It was just one after another. Five drives, five touchdowns in the first half. 35 points. There's not much more painful than watching your team not be able to stop. I, so Florida, I don't know if Tennessee's done this. I may be hit or miss, but like Florida went through that phase of only being good on defense. And I used to think that was torture from a fan base having to watch that year after year. No, 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 no. Having a good offense is great, but and ha, but having a defense that can't stop anyone is torturous as a fan. Like, it's just it's terrible to it, watch. Right now, it gives me anxiety when Tennessee has the ball because I feel like, oh my gosh, we have to score. Yeah, you know, that's what you get. Yeah. That's the feeling you have watching yeah. as a fan, and it's. Uh, I do. I, I agree with you. I think that's worse if your defense can't stop anybody. Then your offense has got all the pressure. We've been on. Them. We've all been in that position where we're like. Oh, like the must champions. Oh, great. Nine points again. I'd do anything for some offense. And when we get some offense and the LSU, a, a bad, at the time, a not good LSU team puts up like seven straight touchdown drives. I'm like, oh, let's go back to them. Let's go back to having a good defense. <laughs> I, I hate this offense stuff. But yeah, I, um, I just feel, I just feel bad for Tennessee fans because no, 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 don't get me wrong. This isn't like, well, you'll never be good again. It was. It's not that at all. Like you can, I'll try to pump some sunshine on it because, like, this isn't there. Yes, there is an aspect of, you know, like I said, this feels like the gates were opened a little bit this season. Things aligned. You had a honestly a quarterback that should be a Heisman winner. Now we know what happened. You probably won't, but uh, 
you only get those so often unless you're Alabama or Georgia. But I also don't think like this was their only shot at it. I think they're they'll be good for years to come. But it is it just sucks. You know, you yeah. have that lightning in a bottle feel. And yeah, when, and then it's just like uh, the rug get pulled, it gets pulled out from under you, yeah. and you're like, oh well, it, we weren't, you know, it's one of those things where we knew our defense was not good, but our offense masked it enough in the previous games to where you're like, well, we can, st- our defense stinks, but we can still outscore anybody is what it felt like, or at least most teams. You know, there's a couple teams that you you, you don't know. Yeah, I had like the most. I, the most disappointing thing for me right now is there's so many storylines about why we didn't have our, you know, our starting linebacker and and our quarterback on defense. So there's a lot of things as a fan right there. You're like, oh my gosh, whatever happens, none of my business. Frankly, I'm yeah. not on that team, but whatever happened, if I mean, with so much on the line, it's just really really hard to swallow that pill that you didn't have that guy based off of some of the rumors and stuff going around but and 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 would you have had him if this was if you're fixing to play Florida or like what I'm saying is Possibly. again back to the Kyle Pitts thing was Kyle Pitts held out that mm-hmm. was my thing before I was like we wouldn't have held him out if we weren't a 27 point favorite right so I'm like that sucks that yeah. sucks to think that it does and and you know what I, the only way that we can kind of look at it is we we hired the Guy that's the head coach over there to make those tough decisions. Yeah. So yeah. you know whatever happened in house, he he made that decision. But it it just like you said it it sucks. I I definitely <laughs> can, dude. I like I I agree a hundred percent there. And it's not a perspective a lot of people have, but like I feel like the as far as like the storylines go, so many people ask questions like thinking they're as fans were entitled to that information. Right. I got news for you. We ain't entitled to Jack. Like what happens inside that locker room? Like I don't, I don't even, I don't even feel like I want to know. You know, like I feel like that's a that's like a uh, off limits area amongst guys that are going to bat for each other every Saturday. So like I don't, you know, tell me what you think I need to know. What I don't think, what you don't think I need to know. As you know, if I'm if I'm hopple, I'm good, man. Like it stinks he wasn't out there, but like I don't. You know, a lot of fans get in this like I demand to know what happened. No, yeah. uh, you can demand it, but like maybe if you have an NIL deal yeah. with them, you know, maybe sure. you could, maybe. But as a fan, that most cash potatoes ticket, are just and that's it. Mm, yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't, we can want that information as bad as I would yeah. like to just kind of know what what happened as a fan. What transpired. At the end of the day, we got beat, and it's not going to change anything. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I mean, but that is a big storyline to me that yeah. you don't have your quarterback on defense, mm-hmm. and it looked like we had no idea what we were doing. So, I mean, I, I think that was a huge, huge factor in this, and I, I don't know. I mean, the storyline now is you know you get throttled, but I just hadn't seen a whole, whole lot about that, and that being the main reason why you know we gave up nine touchdowns or whatever it was. Uh, Spencer Radler had four hundred and thirty-eight yards. Oh, he looked thirty like, for thirty-seven. He, yeah. he he didn't like. It was unreal, and those and a couple of those were drops. Not, I mean, he, his throws were on target every dang time. I think I saw that once. But yeah. when you have no pressure, I mean, I think he had no pressure. But I also think that every once in a while, 
uh, you see a guy on the PGA Tour go out and shoot a 61, and they just have it that day. Yeah. And, and I think <laughs> I think Rattler just had it that day. Yeah. I mean, not not to mention, like you said, there wasn't a lot of pressure on him. There was open <laughs> I mean, guys. Was... But, but if you go back and watch it, there's he threw some balls, too, early in that game in tight, tight windows, mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, he – he threw some guys open, I felt like, even. And, that, I mean, hats off to him. I mean, I wouldn't want him on my team, but yeah. he played a heck of a game. Tennessee's tackling sometimes just befuddles me. Like, they just yeah. – they don't – they're not – they don't have – the guys sometimes are – a lot of times are in position. Like, on that – I guess it's the touchdown that made him go up 21-7. Like, you got mm-hmm. guys in position. They just don't make in tackles. You don't see a lot – I mean, you see a lot of that big hit you know they go; they're going after that big hit, and you don't yeah. see them wrap up as well. But yeah, yeah. I mean I, that that and the one thing that irritates me, and I'm not I'm not a defensive coordinator, but gosh, man, it seems like we play with a lot of cushion on some guys that you know on short short yardage pass downs. You know, mm-hmm. it's like man, third and they did too, though, and they, we weren't taking advantage of yeah. it. That they were playing ten I to twelve s- yards off Jalen Hyatt. He could have ran a slant every single play. I think that's Tennessee. I think Tennessee had that problem with Georgia. Like they just, dude, take that. Like it's it's like they're a knockout puncher and they just go in there swinging their right hand hammer all like just take what's open. You know, like they just get a little antsy. Like oh, we're the big play offense. We got to hit the big play. Just take a seven yard slant. It was open every time. It would have been. I mean, it was crazy. We're sitting there watching that game and just going nuts that they're not. I mean that. It was, I mean, they were playing so far off of him. That's the thing now, though. Like, Florida's off, Florida's defense gets a lot of the same criticism. Like, why are we playing so far off? I don't know enough about, I'm sure if you ask the coordinator, he wouldn't be like, yeah, I know it doesn't work, but we wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'd have a reason. Now, clearly, hindsight says that whatever reason it was, it wasn't good enough. But I, I just think it's a thing that it's a common criticism. Of bad defenses nowadays. Yeah, and we're also, and let's be honest, like our secondary is on the level of South Carolina. You know, our sec, our players in the secondary, we've we got lightning in a bottle with Hooker and our offensive guys, but mm-hmm. our defense on the defensive side of the ball, we're still a South Carolina type of football team. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising to me that they, you know, they're able to make plays on us, especially like I said, without Banks in there, mm-hmm. kind of coordinating everything, but. I mean, we've been a fraud all year long as far as our defense goes, and everybody knows that. I'm trying so to think of back it, to the point where your offense fails. What game but has 60, Tennessee? 60, yeah, so yeah 60, I mean, the 30 points have been like, that's a failure right. on defense, but 60 points is a – but what game – I'm thinking back, what game has Tennessee's defense played well? Kentucky. South Carolina – or uh, <laughs> <laughs> LSU. Yeah. Um, they uh, played pretty well against LSU and yes. Kentucky. So. LSU. The Kentucky game. I don't think Kentucky's offense is no. anything, but I mean, still, we held them to six points. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, uh, yeah. That, and that's the question I'm asking. So, they did have a couple of decent games. The LSU game still befuddles me. I don't know what. I mean, at the time, it didn't. It seemed like everything was normal. Yeah, of course. Tennessee is great. LSU seems like, sucks. Seemed like their defense was getting, Tennessee's defense was getting better. It seemed like at that point. And, yeah. But Tennessee's offense was just got out to such a fast pace against LSU is just like, the wheels fell off for them. So, well, boys, um, I take no. I know Florida fans, dude. Florida, fan, I mean, 
I don't think any. I mean, Florida fans can't even really enjoy the Tennessee loss because they lost to Vandy no. the same day. Well, I'm mean, not even just. I'm. I'm saying as a Florida fan, yeah. I don't think I've seen Florida. Fan, they, they, we can't say jack nothing. Tennessee beat us. We lost to Vandy. Who cares? I think the people like kind of revel in this a little yeah. bit as Alabama fans. Alabama fans are are. It's the They're same enjoying. stuff we heard when Florida and like it's just. Uh, Rival fan bases are the worst whenever your team loses a game like this. And really, they all have these games. Maybe not Alabama as much, but they're also... But Tennessee beat Alabama this year. Alabama's, you know... I mean, I'm excited about the fact that Alabama fans care about us again. I mean, that that should say something there that, you know, they realize, hey, Tennessee's on their way back. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, it it just was, like we said earlier in the year... Well, expect you know the expectations change, and then yeah. you, and then you're heartbroken again. Yeah, yeah. I think if we to look back, or if, yeah, exactly. The you're on this roller coaster that every when the, in the lows we try to project the end of the year at that low time. We're on the high spots. We try to project the end of the year at that high spots. Every week is different, therefore making those expectations kind of up and down. But if I'd have, if I'd have given you guys the option of, you know, two losses at yeah. the beginning of the ten season, and two seemed ten like, and two in a New Year's Day bowl, you'd be like, give it to me. But there was a time there that I mean, yeah, we all thought playoff. I thought playoff was a lock. Yeah, it was just that we they had a six like a sixty eight percent seventy percent chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we had. I mean, it was like you have the lead in the race on the last leg, and you. Trip Football. over your own foot. Yeah. I mean, that's really how it felt. Because yeah, we came in second, but we had the we had the race won. I mean, we were there. Yeah, we that's... we were in the playoffs. If you beat South Carolina and Vanderbilt, and if you give if you tell us that at the beginning of the year, then we also were. You know, that's how I felt. Thinking with... crazy, you're, you're crazy. If we get yeah. there, we're not losing to those two. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I felt with not. I know I'm bringing them up again, but like the Florida game with LSU. Yeah, we that LSU was the end of the game of the season because that was 2020 COVID year. What Florida's offense was doing during an all SEC schedule was monstrous, and we got to at that time LSU sucked. All their players were hurt. We were a 20 something point favorite. That was the last SEC game in the season. We were a little different in that we had to go through the SEC championship game, but that's a positive. Mm-hmm. But it was just like. You know, we didn't need any dominoes to fall necessarily. We just needed not to lose to LSU, and just take care of business. It really. happened, and it just—I yeah. never. That's the worst loss as a Florida fan I've ever had. I'm pretty sure. Way low. I mean, Vandy, Vandy in this season, I don't even care. So, I mean, I do care, but like, did it affect recruiting? No. Okay. What did it do? Hurt this season? We didn't really have a great season. We weren't we weren't shooting, you know, four under this round anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I don't. I'm not to not to like sugarcoat it. We can move into that one, but um, yeah, that's kind of my analogy on this is we we had it locked up. Yeah, and we double bogey. That's what the makes last it hole. tough. Yeah, is that you had it? You double bogey the last hole and an easy hole. Yeah, and that's what makes it tough. But you know, I think if like I said, if you're the kind of Polish us a little bit. It's year two, head yeah. of expectations. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got a good core of guys. You're missing. You'll miss some guys next year, sure. But uh, I don't. I don't. I don't buy into the fact that like there's this mass exodus of talent happening at Tennessee this year, and they don't. They're going to be left holding their jock straps with third stringers next. No, 
they've got guys. They've got the they, I mean, clearly they got one of the top recruits in the country with Nico. Mm. They got wide receivers. I, what that one stepped up that I'd never heard of. Is, we also, I feel like Tennessee's established itself as a fun place to be this year, yeah. and, it, and I think a that brand. opens up the the portal. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, not just recruiting, but the portal big yeah. time for us too. I think, yeah, those the environment that the especially the recruits got to come in and see great home game wins this year with the really rowdy environment. You know, I think that that'll that'll really help us in yeah, in help. getting some guys here and. The defense being as bad as it is, there's, I mean, there's an opportunity for guys to come start play, you know, playing the guys that are good. The thing is, we can say that, but when Jimbo says that, I'm like, dude, you cannot say that as a head coach. Because he yeah. said that a couple weeks ago. I was like, well, you know, losing's not always a bad thing. Look, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't, like, this. if there's one human that's ever existed that can't say that statement, it's the one getting paid billions of dollars to win, and he's losing, and he's like, well, look, you get instant playing time. I'm like, well, that's not how this works. Well, yeah. that's we we get to say that, <laughs> but it is true. It's yeah. it's the truth, and he, you're right. That I surprised he would that would come out of a guy like that. That's now, that's one what th- four games this season. I know. Yeah. So, I, uh, um, around the other parts of the SEC, yeah, Florida lost to Vandy. Man, I don't know, dude. I I don't know what what I don't know if college football anymore from the hole in the my foot. <laughs> I I just you watch that game and I'm like, oh, weather is a is a is a thing. Florida boys are freezing their butts off at 11 a.m. <laughs> in Vandy, half asleep, and like they're the first drive, they're snapping it over their head. There there's a four yard, a little from me to you, dump touchdown pass, and the guy's wide open and he flips it off of his hands. There's we muff a punt in the end zone that they score a touchdown on. We like it was the clumsiest performance of a football team I've seen in a long time, and it was clear. Like I'm not saying this because I'm a Florida fan. You watch the game, you're like, well, one team is not very good, and one team's much better, but still not great. But the team that's not very good is winning. Like it's just it was. It was just weird. If I, I swear, if they played that game ten more times, Florida would win all ten in blowouts. But it just—it's one of those college football Saturdays where, like, the the eleven a.m. cold games scare me. It, it, yes, and it's the, it, when you see their stadium and you're no you, one's there. Everybody's yeah, asleep. This is the SEC. You walk in there and it's like a high school game. You need that. You need that rowdy environment. Road environment to get you hyped. It's, it's like a wake practice. The hell up. I mean, yeah. In all honesty, that's <laughs> it's, what's got to happen. You're just like, oh, this is. I don't know. You just, and then you know that it's Vandy, so that plays into the illusion. You're gonna win. You just yeah. assume like I can just half a everything, yeah. and and like the next thing you know, they're actually pumped because they get to prove themselves to try to beat Florida. You just have to not lose the van, and then you know, next thing you know, you're you're scratch. You when you try to turn it on like that. You're scratching from too far behind. I mean, we've all been there with a team that you just kind of know we're not, you know, not that good. And you go out there and you're not ready. Yeah. You're not, you're not good enough you're, to sleepwalk. Yeah. There. I mean, and it's still an SEC school, I guess. Yeah. So you gotta, oh, it's I not mean, exactly like MTSU, right? Miami, but it ain't exactly. I mean, I'm not going to go 
putting a banner up because we lost the Vandy either. So we got a, that just makes me a little nervous about us going in there, but no, I no, will no, say I coming off of a loss and especially I, with Vandy beating Florida, I don't think Tennessee takes Vandy lightly right now. I don't think they take them lightly, but I also, I mean, we did, we lost our Heisman candidate too. So yeah. well, let's not just assume that Milton's going to pick up the slack. And I mean, he, they, he's going to struggle, I would assume. I mean, there's going to be moments. It depends what they ask him to do. If he throws 70 yard bombs every play, yeah, he can do that. Maybe he won't struggle. He can probably throw one in Nashville for well, they, I know. <laughs> I mean, they should be able. Our running game has been solid. We should be able to run the ball really well. I mean, should be able to. So yeah. that was that was one of Florida's problems is they. We didn't the try though. Yeah, they didn't okay. try. Yeah. Um. It was now. Granted, I I'm not. I've said it on here a million times, and I'll say it till I die. I'm not a play caller, uh, criticizer. Like I just I, I can't do that. Like I'm. I always envision people criticizing like how we do things here, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say from the outside, but there's all this context, there's practice, all this stuff. So I'm not criticizing play calling. I am curious as to why we didn't try to run the ball, and we're the best running team in the SEC. I don't under, and we have the best running quarterback in the country. I don't understand why we didn't, but I'm not smart, and other people are smart. So I think it's a, I mean, it's a fair. Richardson question. had 400 yards he, passing, dude. He don't throw like we. He played a, an amazing game versus Tennessee, and it wasn't anywhere near that. He threw 42 times. I'd be lying if I said I watched a whole lot of that first half of that game. So. Was Florida not able to establish the run, or they were able to run and just kind of went away from it? No, we didn't. We did not run the ball. Like we just, just they, didn't try. They didn't try. Uh, starting running back had eleven carries. Richardson does not throw the ball forty-two times. Like that's just not in his stat line. Like that's that's never happened. He's never thrown for four hundred yards. Not even really close. I'd be surprised if he's eclipsed three hundred more than once. He did against what us. What's the biggest lead? That yeah, but Andy... that was his best game ever, and yeah. he still ain't threw the ball. That a lot of those were deep too. And late later in the game, what was the deep? What was the uh, the most Vandy got up at any point? I mean, was it oh the they were up. Got up. They were two up touchdowns, two uh, okay. sixteen points, sixteen. Okay. Yeah, so I guess maybe they. That was fairly like late too. Yeah, yeah. We uh, still didn't explain why they wouldn't establish a run game in the first half a little more. Like you said, I mean, they they're good at running the football. Well, we we get the ball, we uh, get a couple yards on first down, second down, snap it eighteen yards. As a, as a over over Richardson's head, eighteen yards, so it's third and twenty six, I think, and pick up a first down and just drive right down the field, get into the red zone, throw a pass like a little dump off screen, and he, and Montreal Johnson's wide open and it just kind of fumbles off his hands, and I'm like, maybe these guys like this is it is really thirty degrees and eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll eventually wake up, but it, it was easy, and then they would just and then. Uh, we decided to chase a punt back to the end zone and muffed it, and they jumped on it for a touchdown. Um, it was just it's just a lot of stuff that it just was clumsy. That's so the best way I could describe it. Describe it clumsy. Mm-hmm. It was a little frustrating because I thought we were on an upward trajectory, um, but you know it is what it is. If it doesn't hurt recruiting and it hasn't, I'm good with it because this is still our first season. Yeah. I- if we hopefully we can beat FSU, I doubt we will. But recruiting is the most important thing for us right now. Can could, we get better players in there? But I could see Florida going and beating them. I could. I mean, that's the thing. Is like it. I mean, if you ask me, do you want them to be, lose the Vandy and beat FSU or vice versa? I would take. 
yeah. lose the Vandy beat FSU. So they're just doing what I asked. Yeah. Um, the rest of the SEC, we got Georgia. Georgia sixteen to six over Kentucky. That was surprising. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a good. That doesn't make me feel good if I'm a Georgia fan. Um, not holding Kentucky to six is fine. Clearly, only scoring sixteen versus Kentucky is a little fresh. It's a little confusing. But that that's another. That one was in Commonwealth, right? Yeah, or not? Is yeah, it but it was three thirty. It was a CBS game. Yeah. It wasn't like a. Still, it was still cold though. Yeah, cold. Yeah, right, I'm just saying they weren't sleepwalking yeah. for that one. Right. Um. LSU killed UAB. Alabama killed Austin P. Um, the upset there. Yeah. Arkansas. Well, was it? Well, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was definitely, especially I mean, at the they, magnitude that it happened. It. it I mean, it shows forty-two to twenty-seven. I think that it was like I want to say it was around thirty-five nothing at the half. I mean, it was. Let me look. It was a beatdown, and I did Sorry, not like it. It was thirty-five to six at halftime. Wow. Ole Miss scored twenty-one in the fourth quarter. That's wow. um, so it's garbage time. Yeah, garbage time. I mean, they. Got I don't know what. Trout was Lane. You know, last night all those reports. Oh, Lane to Auburn, done deal. And then Lane was like, "Good, no, it's not." And then that made me think he ain't going. Yeah, like not just like, oh, that was a false report. It's that he ain't actually. He's not going to Auburn. Like he will never go to Auburn. If you come out and squash that report like he did last night on Twitter, I don't think that's something you do. If, if you're actually, you're planning on taking the job two days later, because then that reporter would look like a genius, and you look like a bozo for rubbing his nose in it. Yeah. Anyway, that's a different subject. I was shocked there, but I like Sam Pittman. I mean, he does it. That Arkansas's lost some frustrating games this season, but I think if you're an Arkansas fan, you still have to be kind of happy with the with the with the program. Um, Pittman, I, I like Pittman too. It he, seems like you a, can't root against him. No, six and five isn't what they wanted, but a win over fourteen old misses is, is is good for the momentum, especially at the end of the season. Mississippi State beat ETSU. Mississippi State's not that bad. Um, Texas A and M only beat UMass twenty to three. Um, Auburn. Killed, I think it was six to three at like halftime. Or it something was like close. That. Dude, if they'd have lost to UMass, UMass has UMass, one win on the season. UMass isn't even a football team. Like they just, I think their basketball players just play football too. Ten, yeah, it was ten three at half. Ten three. Okay. Um, New Mexico State Still, got beat by that's Missouri. Embarrassing. His, I don't know what you do there though. Like, I, it's a mass exodus for the transfer portal. Yeah, a bunch of uh, them leaving. Bunch of them. Le- oh, Walter Nolan's leaving. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I, th- I hear he's going to be a Gator. That's what my sources tell me. And by sources, I mean zero sources. <laughs> your your gut. <laughs> my gut. <laughs> Listen, it uh, it maybe led me astray a little bit on yeah. Saturday when I thought for sure Florida would beat Fanny. But uh, yeah, well, everybody said so. Uh, I don't know where he will. I mean, I don't get into all that like where these young guys will go, but. You think, okay, he'll probably come back to Tennessee, but he had a real strong interest in a couple other schools, one of them being Florida. Now, the staff was different there, so that that's why I don't think that's actually true. But was the staff, when he committed to yes. Texas A&M, was, it, was Hopple at Tennessee? He, well, yes. Yes, he was. Hopple was yeah. at UT. Because he's a freshman. Yeah. yeah. So he had so, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was Hopple's first year. 
I was trying to think who his who was over his recruiting. I assume it was the DC, but I can't remember. Yeah, well, the DC and then the line coach was depending on how good of a recruiter the line coach is. Yeah. Sometimes, like like I know Corey Raymond for Florida is like like a nation, like a, a real a, one of the best recruiters in the nation. At he's just a defensive backs coach, but he's also a really good recruiter, so he handles a lot of that stuff on his own so anyway um yeah so people are are players are leaving texas a&m i don't know where they're gonna go but the portal you gotta be active on the portal um not only with like yeah like recruiting is obviously super important but like now recruiting through the portal is also almost equally as important because those guys can impact teams right now too Mm, a lot of freshmen can too but like, you know, our our best player, our our not our best player, our starting running back is a portal. Oh no, our literal our best player, offensive tackle, um, is going to be a first round draft pick, and he's from he was a portal guy from Louisiana. So, I mean, anyway. it, it's a it's a new game. It is as far a new as game. recruiting goes. That's for sure. I was just looking at the other games this last weekend, and literally every playoff team struggled. Every that's, one of them. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying from the get go of the I mean, day. Georgia I was rooting Georgia against struggled. teams that ended up winning close games, and then yeah, Michigan, TC. Yeah, it's just college football. Ohio man. State struggled with Maryland. It's just. I mean, it was everyone. Yeah, it's where it makes me not. I mean, is and, and even with these teams that struggled, they're one play away from losing. So does that mean, you know, does that mean that they're a better team because they made one more play? Well. Possibly, but it's also like the line between yeah. squeaking by and losing a monumental game is is a couple inches sometimes. A completion, uh, a pass completion for a touchdown that would have happened that didn't happen that allowed you to squeak by. So like it's just it's a razor thin margin with these young guys. Like you, and you just never know what Saturday will hold from from the upsets perspective. So. Yeah. And what's crazy is this is the league. This is the only league. I mean, when you think about it, from high school pro, it's the only one that doesn't have an extended playoff where each week matters more than any other sport. And yeah. I mean, an NFL team can lose two games and have a, a fantastic season. But yeah. for us, it's over. Yeah, I don't yeah. get. So I root for my NFL team as hard as I root for Florida, and for that matter. I root for Tennessee this year too because of our business. But like, I don't get near like you don't get near as like anxious watching your NFL team play because you know, mm-hmm. or for one, it's the Patriots and they've won a million Super Bowls. But for the <laughs> two, not to brag, but for two, like you know that it, not everything is riding on this game. Right. But but at least it doesn't make sense though. It's reverse. Like the young guys shouldn't have so much riding. I know everybody's like, well, that's college football. That's what makes it great. It's what makes yeah. it great. It, no, if you go to a twelve team playoff, it's not like the it's not like the it's not like it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the knock on it. It's like, oh, you're gonna make uh Georgia uh Clemson in September or uh October meaningless. Yeah. As meaningless as the Jets or as meaningless as the Patriots playing the Chiefs in November. Right. No one ca- no one calls that meaningless. Everybody thinks that's a big game. Yeah. If well a couple of years ago, not this year, but you know what I'm saying. But and this year's, I think Georgia's been clearly the number one team, and then I think Ohio State's been 
probably the number two team all year long. But I mean, if you're a Michigan fan, you say, uh-uh. Or, you know, on and down you got line. a decent I've always, point. yeah, I've always thought, okay, I'm tired of arguing about one, two, three, and four, five. Why don't we argue about 13 and 12? So that way, the, the guy who's pissed off it doesn't get in as the 14, 13 guy as opposed to somebody that yeah. legit could have won this, though. And I also think, I th- in, a, in a weird, this is a weird take, but I think the 14 playoff may actually be more controversial than the two. I think it needs to be two or 12. Yeah. Because I don't ever remember a BCS besides one when Auburn went undefeated and didn't make the BCS game and then USC blew out Oklahoma. But other than that, I don't remember a BCS championship like, man, they really screwed this one. Because you only had to pick two right. With four, it's like, well, you got two, but then these three three through seven have an equal gripe. And I'm like, this actually just made things a little tougher. But And, and, I mean, it's... What doesn't make sense to me is you have a fourteen playoff, but you have five major conferences. Yeah. So somebody's getting someone yeah, can go somebody, undefeated. Yeah. I mean, you could have five conference champions all undefeated. Who gets in? Mm-hmm. It does. It's a square peg in a round hole. It doesn't make any sense to have fourteen playoff. And to me, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm. And a lot of and yeah, when you look at a lot of the playoffs so far. I mean, there's not. Uh, has there been even one playoff where there wasn't at least two teams from one division? You know, like there might be. Uh, I'm sure there probably well, is. Well, for but. instance, this year with, if say Tennessee loses one game to Georgia, who's in their in their conference in their division in their division, mm-hmm. of the, so they don't get a chance to go to the conference championship yeah. at that point with one loss. Then you're arguing uh, like we were about to get into. Well, is this conference champion should get in over this? non-conference champion mm-hmm. well, we lost the number one team in the nation at that point yeah now still hindsight we were frauds but <laughs> i don't think you're frauds but yeah i see what you're saying though now here's a, a different subject do you think lsu has a chance of can can LA, does, does lsu have a mathematical chance to get in the playoff i don't see how they couldn't now that ever almost like you mean how they don't how they how they don't it. have it if they win the if they win the conference? Uh, yeah, granted they have to beat if they win the conference they're in two uh, loss. Yeah, I, if they yeah. beat Georgia. I think so. I think they get in because you got you got a win over Georgia. I mean, a loss to Tennessee and they have a loss to Florida. Florida, Florida State, State first game of the season over. Yeah, Arizona. I think they. I think because all three of those teams are going to be top twenty five teams, right? Because yeah. Florida State still top twenty five. Uh, depends on what they do Saturday, but or, or Friday actually versus Florida. If they were to lose, they drop out. But the, right now they are. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you've got three. You would have there's sixteen. Two so even if they lose, they may still be a top twenty five team. They're all, I have nineteen. Yeah. They're sixteen in the 16. playoff. One. Well, sixteen in the AP poll. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, even. Uh, I want LSU to win, not because I like LSU better. I mean, I I I, I really like Orgeron, but I I think they just have a better. You know, I want more teams in the SEC that we sell. So there are there are other best selling team that can make the playoffs. So that's why I'm rooting for them. I wonder what who I think like yeah. how, who's opened up now as far as the top twenty five. Well, I USC guess we'll find out tonight. Yeah, USC. USC or yeah USC because they're the only one loss Pac twelve team. Yeah, everybody else has two losses. 
So if they win their conference as a one-loss team, they'll get in. Okay, so what if they get beat? So if they get beat, you've got... Pac-12's out if they lose. Pac-12's out for sure. Because um, Utah, Oregon, and USC will all have two losses. How far are we from sneaking back in this thing? <laughs> hey, Real far. A few Real beers. Far. <laughs> a few beers for sure. A few beers and some like... <laughs> Conspiracy with no, with, without your quarterback, what about three? Oh, good lord, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I've I I hate it for dude. He's his every now and then your team has a guy that is not only a an elite player of the quarterback position, but just like a joy to root for, mm-hmm. and like you're proud to be like, hey, you know, young guy playing quarterback for my the team I root for. Like I'm proud that you know you know see what I'm saying like that was Hendon Hooker. Like he was a he was a stand-up dude that you're proud to like. He was kind of you know the face of your favorite football team for Tebow. A couple of years. He's quiet. He's, he's quiet. Te- not as yeah. old. Yeah. You know, he's not getting yeah, into he's not any excuse. trouble. Yeah, he's not, not getting in trouble. He's not flashy. But when he's out on the field, he's you know he he's just a fun fun to watch, yeah. and he you know you can tell his teammates love yeah. him. Yeah. I felt that way about Trask. I thought he was so a, maybe Jeremy a really Ranks, nice guy. Know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, um, he he reminds me on the field in ways, but definitely off the field of Dobbs. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, just a class act, good ambas- yeah, Tennessee's had that. ambassador yeah, yeah, yeah. of the program. That's Yeah, great, great guy. And that, you just hate to see his career end like that yeah. because even if they'd have lost that game, I mean, I don't know. What's the chances he gets, still gets to go to New York? I think he goes. He should. Let's be. I mean, he should. He's only There's got a, one game left. One, to he, so he missed anything, one yeah. game, and he only lost two, and his stats were out of this world. Right. Yeah, I bet they take him. But I also think he's Heisman's not going to win. Heisman's a fraud anymore, yeah. dude. I don't. I like. I want it for the kids, but when the, I feel like they took a wrong turn a few years ago, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. For that Tennessee fans, it. that is when <laughs> it was a few years ago in ninety seven. <laughs> It was also when uh, Tebow got more first place votes than anybody in history and got fourth. Yeah, and then also I also and now granted I I realize how biased I sound right now, but the couple t- and then Trask got invited. Trask did just nasty numbers in an all SEC schedule and only ten games, so he never had a cupcake. And he only got ten games and he broke like all these records and got like fourth. Yeah. I'm like, what are we? What? How, what can you do any better in the best conference in the in the country? But whatever. I know I'm not saying he should have won, but I'm just like, eh. It just seems like it's not as it's not what it used to be. If I think he deserves to be there now, that may be something that he says. Look, but I, who else does? Who else? I mean, like, who deserves the Heisman more than Hendon Hooker? I don't. I mean, I don't know that. Right now, I would say anybody deserves it more than him, but I just I think now his, for one, he he didn't play great against Georgia, which will be frowned upon, and then obviously this game did, was not going well by the time he went out. I'm looking up the Heisman odds. Okay, so C.J. Stroud becomes significant favorite at minus 125. Next place is Caleb Williams. Have you seen that dude play? Caleb no. Williams for USC? No, I haven't watched oh, any. Oh God, USC. he's a killer! Like he is, he is good. Like that. Did you what, watch the the? I know they looked like they were going to use to use, lose to UCLA this week, and then they ended up pulling out the game. But I didn't. I not didn't watch for it. not. For, it was a late night game. Yeah. Well, 
I think that game started like 10, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't make that one. Well, no, no, no. It didn't start at 10 because I remember it may have been like an 830 or okay. something like that because I remember when Tennessee was playing at halftime, you know, we were down. But I was like, oh, we still got a chance. And I was like, let me check the UCLA was up like like 17, like 14 or 17 points. I was like, here's what's going to – see, UCLA is going to take USC out and, and, and then here we are losing, yeah. you know. But in that game – Caleb Williams had 502 yards of offense himself. Good call. Yes. Dude is, I'm telling you, he's good. And that's, I mean, now he's not until next, he's not, he'll be here next year. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's second place in the Heisman. Blake Corum from running back from Michigan. He's he plus 1,200. He got hurt this week. So hurt, hurt, like out? Uh, I don't know. I just know he had a knee. He got, He's he didn't come for, back in the game. He's rushed for 100 yards in each of Michigan's eight Big Ten games. Jaden Daniels plus 3,000. So you got to go. Bo Nix is plus four. The, Hendon Hooker's not even on this stupid list. Am I really? Am I passing him up? It isn't. He I, was the number two. Or he it was between him and how? Stroud. How is that possible that you can go from that to – then that was just twenty two forty seven sports. So, so maybe I mean I guess his odds falling down. He's not even on the list. He's not even on the top fifteen list. Bo Nix, Drake May, Stinson Stetson Bennett, Bryce Young, Chase Brown, Marvin Harrison Jr., Michael Phoenix Jr. <laughs> watch Phoenix, your watch your Phoenix, watch your language. <laughs> Phoenix fellas, get your heads out the. What a tough last Pull name. <laughs> I feel like I need to enunciate that. Uh, what's your name, son? <laughs> Say it again three times real fast. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, there's my proof that the Heisman is not what it used to be when uh, Hendon Hooker is not even a finalist, unless I'm just missing him on these lists, and I'm sure I probably am. Okay, this week um, – Florida plays on Friday, so that means we're going to win versus Florida State, which I would love to somehow ruin their season because they're they're they think this season is the greatest thing in the world. They're ranked nineteenth. Um, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl is on Thursday. That's going to be fun to watch. But also, there's a lot of NFL games on that day too. The Patriots play at like eight thirty on th- on Thanksgiving. Um. Arkansas at Missouri, that's Friday. Florida at Florida State, 7.30 Friday. Georgia Tech in Georgia, once again, they get a cupcake out of conference. <laughs> no uh, no resentment here or anything. Um, but you could say that we've gotten a cupcake the past couple years with Florida State, too. So, um, South Carolina at Clemson, you just watch. Clemson's going to beat the brakes off of them. Yep. And that magical game will be no more which is kind of what you want to happen does clemson have a shot to get in the playoffs no no they're 10 and one cramp they well, sure do i mean but they gotta but but they gotta they gotta there's gotta be a lot of things falling we're gonna sound like but, idiots talking about the acc but do they, are they getting to the acc championship game yeah they yes, have to yes because they've not lost the acc game they lost to notre dame lost to notre dame yeah it was not yeah, that good, they'll, but, they, yeah they'll get they'll get in their conference championship. But mm-hmm. I just know, well, a lot of the crazy things happened last week, so maybe that's changed. But basically, they it was it was viewed as they were mathematically out of it as, as soon as they lost a the game. They were right nine. They were down there pretty good. But So who's that put in front of them? Be Alabama be in front of well, them? Well, they were so. ranked nine before 
Tennessee. So at here's least who eight. could fall. Let's say this. So Ohio State, Michigan, more than likely one of those will fall. But so I would, think, I would think either nine. one of those teams at one loss is, yeah. is is better than Clemson at one loss. Yeah, they, yeah, I don't think they'd fall below That's nine. A That's a good point. They're both eleven. I nine. I would like if I would like Michigan to beat Ohio State because we have Michigan, and I would like. But these aren't these numbers that I'm telling you right now are updated. not what comes out tonight. Correct. Too. So Clemson's probably going to be more like seven at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because of. The domino effect from Tennessee. So, but you're going to have Michigan or Ohio State probably drop. At this point, I don't know that they drop out of the. It may it have to be a beat down one way or the other, but one of them may fall out completely. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. they may not. I don't know. Um, and then the last two games, LSU at Texas A and M. Um, yeah, that's going to be a beat down, and then. Tennessee at Vandy. You know, the good thing about Tennessee at Vandy is it's at 7.30. I think the later, the more, the later in the day, the less likely you are to, and I don't think Tennessee would do this now anyway because of what happened Saturday, but I don't think they're going to take that game lightly. And something about Tennessee and Vandy, I don't think Vandy's necessarily a rivalry, but I do think in state, yeah, in state, Tennessee's less likely to try to sleepwalk through Vandy than Florida was. So, anyways, um, man, it sucks. It just all freaking sucks. I hope Joe Milton comes out and plays well. I, I think he's getting a head start on next year. Yeah, I was gonna say it is good now that we're out of the playoff race. I mean, it's good to see that, or it will be good to see. Kind of because the expectation from what I was hearing is that he would start next year. I mean, even though we've got Nico coming in yeah. to give him a year to develop, but you kind of get a, a this game and whatever bowl game we play in, get a get to see kind of what what you're working yeah. with there. Hope uh, you know the progression that he's had since. Yeah, you get to see his progression because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, last year he had played a decent amount, but. Everybody gets better the longer that they understand an offense. And I think, yeah, you're right. You'll get to see Milton he's just usually, be more complete. I he's think. usually been out there playing with the twos, so now he's playing with the ones, so you can kind of yeah. see. And it was always been this kind of thing, like, oh, put Milton in, let him throw 80, 80 yards. Like, eh. I think he's going to have to get a little more well-rounded, and he will be. So that's this is his opportunity to do so. So I'm telling you, it's going to – it's, it's gonna, gonna get be, dicey. It's gonna get dicey because let's just say hypothetically Georgia's one, Ohio State's two, and they beat Michigan handily. Okay, I don't love it, but keep going. Okay, so let's say TCU gets beat in their conference championship. Okay, mm-hmm. hypothetically, so that that's your one, two, three, four. Two of them, or actually, yeah, two of them would fall out of the top four potentially. Tennessee was five; they're gone. Six is uh who's six? No, I've lost uh, LSU. Is- so LSU potentially gets beat by Georgia. They fall out. Seven is USC, who plays Notre Dame this week. They could potentially fall out. Then it's Alabama, and then Clemson. So that's what I'm saying. Alabama Clemson moves so up all there. All this craziness, and here we be looking at Alabama <laughs> hey, Clemson, Clemson again. coming back into this thing. <laughs> what the H? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Could you imagine? All of that craziness, and here we are Alabama Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. 
<laughs> what do we even play this stupid season for? It could fall into that. I mean, it, it really could. Now, I don't know that they'd drop Michigan or um, TCU that far down, but at the same if time. If TCU loses, they, they're out, I yeah, think, because I, I don't. So. They've I, had too many close calls. And I just think that they don't. People, there's too many people that don't want them in. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, they could get right back into this thing. If things fall certain, and, cra- and the crazy thing is, we probably fall down there to about number. Well, I'm just, no, no. I'm saying like I'm just thinking if Alabama makes it in the playoffs, they got a shot to win. Oh like, yeah. they, oh, they, they gosh, can play yeah. with anybody. I mean that this is with again, preparation. This, is not, this is not the same Alabama team of past, but they still they still got I think the best quarterback for college football, and they've got. The pedigree, and they've got the dudes, and they got the time to prepare for it. They got saving, like I don't no think one... it would happen, but only because they've got beat by LSU. Yeah. So LSU, even if they got beat by Georgia, would have the same amount of losses as no LSU would have three losses. Oh yeah. God, now, Alabama yeah. would only have two. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. yeah. If Alabama, Alabama won out, losses. they have two losses, and LSU would have three Holy if they lost God, to Georgia. <laughs> if the if I have to hear about this from <laughs> Alabama fans, <laughs> do you ha- do you, do you like? Do you know a lot of Alabama fans? I know enough. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> enough. I know all that I need to. Now, I mean, it, it just did Alabama in general. Like, if I had on the to, fine bomb show, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've rubbed it in a few Alabama <laughs> friends' faces this year. It's been 16 years. The thing about college football is, anytime you think, even Alabama, anytime you think like. That's why I just I I've never been a big like I don't know I, how Florida Florida's great top top fan because like you just wait it'll come back to you <laughs> and you'll get it stuffed right down your throat like just you'll lose the vanity and like you'll it, something will happen where all that trash you're talking is gonna come back on you and like <laughs> no one's team is as good as their fans think they are but like I've just never, I've always just tried to been like root for, all I can do is cheer. I don't criticize. I mean, I don't try to criticize or say that they're better than anybody else. But did y'all see those comments from Saban about the playoff system? Like oh, yeah. talking about how maybe it is good to have twelve teams. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, of course you say that now. Yeah, now I mean, we may be able to get back into the top twelve if there was twelve teams. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't know if that could ever happen. But if Alabama got back in, I mean, the way I was reading it out though, like. Yeah. I mean, there could be teams fall. That's that, a, a lot of teams would have to lose, but I mean, but some of them are got, some of them are facing each other. Yeah, like yeah. LSU is going to get beat by Georgia, in my opinion. If Michigan gets beat, Ohio State, and then TCU's got they've got TCU with one loss is done. Now they're yes. undefeated, so yeah, I, you would think, oh well, they LSU or Alabama's got two losses. Well, TCU with one loss is kind of toast, from what I understand. <laughs> Gosh, it would be awesome just to see uh, just to see chaos. Chaos ensue, yeah. But every year we think chaos is going to ensue, and then we get to the last four, and then we're like, "Yep, we kind of know what the last four are." There's no real, I mean, there's we we know what the last four are going to be, even if there's an argument for like yeah. three through seven, which I, is my going back to what I was saying earlier. Like I I think that's where your argument is. Like normally there's one or two teams you're like definitely. And then there's like five or six or eight that you're like, yeah, everybody's got kind of a. <laughs> like you said, I mean, if it let's say it was a, a eight team playoff, if Alabama was in that eight teams, 
I sure wouldn't want to play them. Yeah, well, here's my point too. Tech or TCU ten and zero. They'll be twelve and zero by the time the playoffs comes. Yeah. Put ask Vegas who would favor them on a neutral field versus Alabama with two losses, not in any playoff conversation. If if that was the case, They're, Alabama's gonna be favored. Yeah, like Alabama, most people would Literally, pick Alabama. Georgia would probably be the only team that they yeah. would be. So like that tells me right there, there's a case that this system needs some some Expansion. some work. Yeah, because if like if that scenario is true, number at that time would be maybe three TCU at number three undefeated would would be an underdog versus nine eight whatever whatever I mean. Then that tells me mm, we need we need to take a look at this. Well, that and if if. If we're going to make it fair with the other conferences and everything, at a certain point, you have to look at who's in a conference, especially when we have Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC, and you have to say, look, the reality is is this conference is going to be a powerhouse, so we're going to have to expand this, or it's going to be... Yeah, they're going to eat each other. Yeah, they're going to eat each other, and they're going to get one team go and beat the crap out of these other ones. Yeah, yeah. All right, Thanksgiving week. Um, we're doing our Black Friday sale, GameTimeSidekicks.com. It's our biggest sale of the, of, that we do all year between these Black Friday and then a couple days after we'll have something different um, for Cyber Monday. But check it out, GameTimeSidekicks.com. Um, yeah, do the the like, subscribe, all that stuff for the podcast. I, th- I guess, yeah, like, subscribe. I don't know. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Our teams suck. Okay, more of those Tennessee Cups for tears. Your tears. <laughs> they ain't as big as one of Florida's tears. I need that dog bowl. Tennessee dog bowl. It's a pet bowl, Cole. Okay. We don't discriminate. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we do have a uh, dog slash pet bowl coming out soon. Um, but yeah. It's hard to break that news. Uh, on there. <laughs> That's our big launch <laughs> announcement. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs>